This is it. We're rolling. This is episode 363 of No Laugh Track Podcast. Three, 363. 363. Okay, continue. Sorry. To 363. Cut you off, right, right. That Exciting. was the voice. That is the voice of Mike E. Winfield. Me, I'm Justin Severson. I'm the lucky guy who gets to host this. We heard Acme Comedy Company, Minneapolis, obviously. Yes, it's yes. their show. I'm here with the headliner, Mike E. Winfield. The soothing sounds of Mike E. Winfield. I think I, I think I got radio voice. I think I could do like that late. Night on like Saturday night when no one else can get the shift, and it's like I think <laughs> all I requests do that. with Mike. Yeah, all requests. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Give me the sexy song. Let's talk about that after I promote. Yeah, let's that we're doing live video of the show now. Wow! So this is episode three. It's three sixty three altogether of the show. Mm. Episode three, if you want to look at it that way, of full video of No Laugh Track Podcast on YouTube. So if people wow. want to subscribe, if they're watching now already, that's awesome. If they're just listening, you can do both now. You can listen and watch. I got in from the ground floor. You did. Oh, man. Yep. It feels amazing. So No Laugh Track Podcast is now on Acme Comedy Company's YouTube page. Please, if you can, subscribe. And uh, yeah, here we are. Hell yeah. Now, I do want to continue with that. Did you Have you ever had any? Because there are comedians that have done radio, that have I had have, radio gigs. Have we, I used to do radio. You I did? Was, I was part of a morning show in Sacramento. Sacramento, and I was like the last leg, and I was like in and out. And Were you I went, in the studio with them? I or was like in the studio, Street Boy. And I wanted to do more. No, I was on, I was in the studio, but it was just how it worked. I just kind of was. I was not that interesting, to be honest. <laughs> I thought you were going to say interested. No, oh, interesting. Because okay. I was. It Call was, yourself it, out. It was younger and comedy, and I didn't get it. I just, you know, I would just be there and. Have a little to say here and there, but I didn't know like I know now. Like if you want to stir the pot or if you want to, you know, get things moving and move questions. I was just kind of observing. But I was there because I knew all the people and it was like green light might come in. And I had great days, but it's still like on a consistent level. I don't know how to figure it out, but. What kind of radio station? What, what it was does a hip hop radio station? Yeah, you know, and I'm familiar with hip hop. I'm very familiar with that. But you know, as far as being a personality on air at the time, it was all new to me. Okay, as stand up was, I was still trying to figure out stand up. Okay, not that I, you know, am not now, but <laughs> right, things are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, time. If you were given a radio show. And let's say the next weekend you don't have a stand-up schedule. They're like, all right, your show starts that Saturday night. What, what do you want to play? What do I want to play as play? in music? Yeah. As in music? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I want some, like, I want some nasty, like, hip-hop. Like, I like the hip-hop. Really, I like anyone who is at a level of creativity that I can respect. That's what I respect the most. Whatever you're discussing, if it's creative, it has my attention. Because we've heard and seen everything before. Now, is if you can deliver it in a way I've never heard it, I'm intrigued. Okay. So, uh, original artists. And everyone thinks they're original. Until you really point out that, no, yeah, no, we've seen that. Yeah. We've seen this. And we've seen just about everything. But every once in a while, someone finds their lane. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Yep. Finding your lane. How about Lizzo? You a fan of Lizzo? You know, um, no. <laughs> you know, I mean, here's the thing. Let's hear it. Like a fan? I mean, I don't have thoughts in either direction. She, you know, I don't hate her and I don't love her. Uh-huh. She's just out and like trends. Some come and go. 
Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, if there was ever an opportunity to work with her, I'm not going to pass on the opportunity. She's um, she's actually here right now. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the uh, Lizzo uh, blowback, you know, like mm. the inevitable blowback of being so popular right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that comes with it, but we'll see. We'll see. Along yeah. those lines, Eddie Murphy... Host this weekend on SNL, Lizzo guest host, uh, musical host. Wow, they're Any, going it, for the numbers. They're right? Going, are you saying this coming up Saturday or yes. last weekend? No, no, this this coming up. Oh yeah, they yeah. they're going for like they want to break records and numbers. You know, like I would tune in for Eddie. Right, and uh, that's 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 Eddie's just fun. You just want to see what he's gonna do next. Like I feel like as comedians, we're really rooting for him, and we want to be want him to be successful. But man, he's picked a hard, a hard road to travel. Anyone who's been out the game, with the level of expectations that he has, right? He's literally like if Michael Jordan decided he wants to come back now, now, right? And uh, go no one's made titles. that analogy. That's good. Like now, we're going to be like, man, we want you to drop your thirty PPGs. We want you to win this title, but it's just not. It's different. It takes work. It takes training. It takes a lot of factors. And not, he has a lot of those factors. He's lived more life. He has a lot of that. But man, comedy is not easy for those of us who do it. Right. Regularly. Weekly. Have you heard anything about him going out to the clubs yet and practicing? I have. I have. And you have. No, nothing like very spot on, like, oh, he was in this club. I just heard that that is what has started or okay. that's what he's doing. So. That may or may not be true. I yeah. think, like Judge Judy says, that's hearsay. <laughs> I saw a thing that uh, he, all ten of his children are in town for the live SNL this weekend. I love it. Ten kids. I love it. Do you I, know how old his oldest is? How old? Thirty. There we go. His youngest. One. Wow. Yeah. I mean, why stop if you can be a you know, I mean, he's been working, but not that much. Sounds like he's been around. Mm-hmm. You know, if he could be a good parent, have as many children as you want. Yeah. Be fruitful. Multiply. It's not like uh, they won't be able to afford it. Right. You know, so why not? I would have a ton of kids. I want to splatter some all across the world, too. <laughs> you know, have some Winfields with different Winfield personalities. You know, some to get the best of me. You know, there'll be a few to get the worst. You know? the wor- There's no worst of Mikey Man, Winfield. We, we're, we're a spectrum. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a lot of, yeah. And I think for me, learning about myself is stellar. Growing up and really understanding how I feel about things, but the willingness to share them. Like even the darkness. It's like, this is great. I we just, talk about that a lot here, about or you talk about that. You've mentioned that like almost every year you're here about the growth. Oh, Getting to know yeah. yourself better. It's, talk- I, that's the success of comedy. Learning yourself in the world and then it'll translate to the performance. I think once you understand, okay, this is how I feel about this. I'm allowed to hate this. I'm allowed to like this. That in itself is what creates the artist. Yeah. Versus just going out there like, and eh, I think this is funny. Let me try to be funny. No, I root my stuff in man, fuck it, I hate this shit. Or, I like this. Mm -hmm. And this is, oh, this is wrong, but I feel this way. And I think that is the the stuff that sticks with the people that come to the shows. 
you know, there's some silly stuff I like doing because I'm silly every once in a while. Yeah. But the stuff that sticks, yeah. Now, we need to talk about. So I was at the show last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing show, as funny as ever. I was here with my wife, and we brought uh, two friends of ours that I brought along uh, two weeks ago to come see Sean Patton, and now I think I've turned them into Acme regulars. There we go. Yeah. That's how it starts, the live show. Uh-huh. So I have to say that before we even left here, like you were just finishing up your set, and my wife whispered to me, my face hurts, because she was <laughs> laughing so hard. Oh, man. So congrats amazing. on that, Mike. Well, thank you. Yes. That doesn't always I'm happen. Out face pain. That's mm-hmm. a great show. Face pain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any advice for face pain? You know... Um, just embrace it. Embrace it, yeah. And know that it comes with a great memory. It's well-earned and a great memory, yeah. especially last night. Last night especially. There was a, there was a, the audience. I said, here, so, I, you know, I've been coming here, obviously, for years. I've seen hundreds of shows. I know, this is the time of year where there ends up being some uh, holiday parties. Yeah. Where there are people that aren't necessarily comedy club regulars. Maybe they've never been to a comedy club. Right. In fact, I overheard when you were uh, uh, glad-hatting people after the show, I heard somebody say, this is his first comedy show, right? I Did I overhear that, that correctly? I get yeah. that a lot. You right. get that a lot. Right. Uh, some people know how to behave in a comedy club setting. Yeah, yeah and others... Uh, others don't. Some, it just comes naturally. I know. And others, you, you need to... Uh, Follow someone else's lead. It was very interesting because what the people you're talking about did not follow no one's lead at all. And it, I get this. This is what I get. While I'm performing, people feel like I'm speaking to them directly. But the people with etiquette understand not to respond. Whereas this couple, mainly the guy, he wanted to reply to every single thing I brought up. Everything. And I'm like, okay. How far do I let this go? You know, you got both of your brains are speaking to you at once on stage. You got the one like, okay, deliver this joke. Then you got the other one that's like, okay, how are we going to handle this? And then his lady that he's with. Have we said already? Let me just be clear. uh, For the people watching this video right now. These seats right here. The seats right behind where you're sitting right now where, like, he could put his feet up on the stage. Maybe he was. I don't know. Front and near. Front. And his lady, man, that's with him, she's making noises. That I haven't heard. And I'm like, is that laughter? I mean, it literally was like, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. And even though I brought it up, it was a conservative way I brought it up because I didn't know. Maybe she's mentally ill or something. And I didn't want to find that out later. Like, after you find out, you know, it's no coming back once you insult someone who's mentally ill. It takes a real clever response i'd be like damn mike you're on your own yeah that's when everyone leans back like i don't know what he's gonna do right now (laughs) and i don't know if that's in my bag to recover so i decided you know what let's not like destroy that whatever that is you know but then he keeps going and then it's like oh man at some point you have to address it and this is after um you know um oh man um 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 brandon what's his name James, the, the, the feature act. No, not no, oh, no, the no, usher, no. the usher, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, I was gonna say Kev. Kevin the usher. He's been up to this guy three or four times already, mm-hmm. and it was just like this guy wasn't getting it, and he wasn't so much an asshole. He was just someone no. who did not understand how it works in a comedy club. I I got the impression that he was more like, why aren't more people talking back? Yes, yes. Right? 
Like that's exactly. I, I'm the only. Right. But no, no, no. We're this is participation time. We're, yeah, we're, but he's so close in the front, he can't see others' reaction. Yep. Whereas if he was somewhere in the back, he would notice others are not yelling <laughs> at the stage, mm-hmm. and he was so involved. So you know, and when Kevin was like, "Man, you gotta go," and whatever he told to him, the the guy looks at me and he was like, "Bro, can I stay, please?" Please, he goes. I promise. So- I'll be quiet. Oh. I was like, "Oh, heartstrings, yes. heartstrings, oh, man." But I want to help you, but you fucked up, man. man. But and I'd looked at everyone around him. They were disgusted. Their shows were ruined. They paid money. They like wanted to enjoy this, but he was ruining their experience temporarily. Yes, yes, for yeah, for a period of time, and then, oh man, it. As he's finally walking out, and I'm going to track back in a minute. He's walking out, and you, where you were sitting, you had to hear this. He's like, I love you, bro. He's right next to me, practically. <laughs> wow, no. It's like, how do I feel right now? You know, uh, He's like basically saying, I'm still your boy. Yeah, man. That's, that, it, it all like uh-huh. had these mixed emotions inside of me. It's like tough love. Yeah, Like, yeah. yo, I got to kick you out. <laughs> But, man, I know you didn't mean any harm. You just didn't know better. I thought when you were th- – he was still sitting there, and you were going, and everybody is, go- like, in the same way of, like, going, this guy's got to go. And you're, we're at, you were saying, thank you for leaving. Thank you. For-. And he hadn't yeah. left, but you were already thanking him no, for leaving. because my whole goal was that yeah. they hear what I'm telling where it becomes a – Oh, okay. I'm oh, it's leaving. real. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, so I wanted to just put that energy out so it's not him thinking, oh, maybe I can stay. No, no. Yeah. You know, man, like, I was having a great set up to that point. And not that it got better or worse. It just, it was going well because I listened to the recording. You did? Yeah, okay. I listened to the recording of it this morning. And uh, I was like, oh, man, it was fun and then it got kind of sidetracked which i even opened up the show by saying i like different things to happen so i kind of i kind of asked for this in a way <laughs> and then you know he goes but man he was interesting too because he had his drink still before he left you know and it's right i forgot and so i'm standing there <laughs> as he's standing to leave and he has a half a shot left and a quarter left of beer and he's just like I'm just going to drink it right here, not faster. No, no. I'm going to take my time and drink it as if I was still enjoying the show (laughs) while I'm holding the mic staring at this guy. And I'm like, yo, this is what live moments are made of. This is worth the price of admission. Without a doubt. This is not your everyday show. And I think that's what happened, man. I got this little thing that I write my notes not so much notes but I write feelings okay so what I write on show on this blank piece of paper and I put it in the room I write brilliant so after the show if I reflect on that people will feel that from me I write things like clever I write out the box so that I visually have that stored somewhere in my uh-huh. mind and then what happens after the show those are the responses I get from people but it's like some type of thing I've channeled it's like, it's like magic. It's like self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Yes, what? that's it. And man, look, I was I was alluding to it, but I can't go in depth because I can't articulate it the way I want to. But channeling higher power to really manifest things, I know how to do it. 
and you know, when we speak on the godly level, we always speak of it in a positive level. You can make anything happen, like bad stuff, great stuff, anything you want, like fantasies, desires. You can do this, and it's possible, and it's it's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. When when did you start doing that? Well, the thing is, I was trying it. Like, I tried it for, like, a couple years, and then it wasn't really the results. But then I realized how to get the results, and even that's hard to explain. But I started seeing the stuff happen. Yeah. I mean, even from, like, getting a special, even from now, my special has been seen by, like, some real eyes where it's about to be, you know, I'm meeting with writers now to make the television show for Statman. Like, this is, like... Manifest stuff is happening, but it's power of the mind, and I feel like one of those people on those self help videos that yeah. I probably do, but I know that it works, and it, and I just want to leave it at that because I'm not see I'm not here to um <laughs> like prophesize I'm not here to Tony Robbins know, me <laughs> yeah I don't want like oh man I'm gonna start trying that I don't want to like start this cult following of like stuff i it's just that's what i've done and it's it works yeah basically that damn and it's powerful and when i say powerful i mean that sometimes i'll do things that have nothing to do with comedy or anything i'll just like do it and make it happen and yeah damn well it's like I gotta ask. I gotta ask one more thing about uh, about our buddy. Oh yeah, last no, night. I love talking about this guy, man. It was. I want to know what. So when you you eventually talked to Kevin, the usher. Oh yeah. That, and, oh, yeah. and how did that? What was his perspective? He was like, "Yeah, man. Um, th- you know, because I told him that I should communicate better when I want someone gone. That was on me. Okay. You know, but it was so obvious that he was. This guy was destroying the show and everything. But he was like, "Oh man, yeah. I think I like got him when." I like touched him and I was like, yeah, that gets people like, like not only saying you have to go, but when you like motion to like get out of here yeah. and he, the dude Kevin was like getting in his feelings, like getting a little angry too. And he's not a small guy. Nope. Like, he's capable of like pain infliction. I, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. You could just tell he's not. Yeah. So. We just kind of had fun because we were hanging out at the T-shirt table afterwards. So we just kind of really laughed about it and moved on. Okay. And, like, understand, like, this is part of it sometimes. Yeah. It's just how it goes. I, uh, it reminds me, if you had a, you had a thing happen once, I remember watching the video where somebody fell asleep oh, at one of oh, your man. shows. Right. And, you know, <laughs> it's funny when this is brought up because I feel this need to say that it was not my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the video, it's a guy who has on a work uniform. Yeah. And he is out, almost dead center, front, middle, and you know. But it looked like he was on his, he just finished his third shift of the day since working from last night. Yeah. Never went home. Came straight just going to close show. my eyes for a minute. Just a minute. Just one minute. And he's out. And yeah, man, that thing went viral quick on YouTube. That was like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. Still, still on YouTube and still, still moving. And, uh, yeah, this guy was just gone. But my whole thing was like, don't make the guy feel terrible. You know, but I got to talk about it. That's comedy 101. You know, state the obvious. Mm -hmm. And he was done. 
Like to the point where I'm like, yo, let's check on him. Yeah. And make sure, you know. Check for a heartbeat. Let's make sure, yeah, he's still with us. Uh when when people get tossed out of a show like that, it, it, it occurred to me last night, you think uh, did a tab get paid? <laughs> Great question that I don't know. You got to consult <laughs> management on that one. You know, we, you check before you throw them out. That's the official word for the club. Okay, great. Out. They check first. I just know how he felt. So one of the managers, Hannah, you know, after they walked out the door, I had said how he feels, you know, and she heard that as she came back in the room and she was like, that's exactly what he said. Because his theory was like, I mean, what what, what happened? I was just enjoying the show, yeah. and I get kicked out for laughing. Yeah. You know? Kicked out for laughing. Kicked out for laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Comedy clubs ought to sell a t-shirt that says that. Oh, kicked man, out for laughing. I know. That should. <laughs> right? That should be somewhere. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So I listened back to the last time you were here, which was uh, Halloween week of last was year. Was it? Yes. Oh, you know what's Which I totally forgot. We were trying to figure out what we did on Halloween last year. Yeah. We came to your show. Wow. But I, in, until I listened back, I totally forgot that that's what we did on Halloween. Yes, I was. Yeah. Yes. And you know, so this was interesting. I got a special, offered a special from Amazon Prime last year before, you know, around that time. And I had just found out, like, a week prior. So I had pretty much three weeks to get ready to put together an hour. Okay. And I didn't want to overlap the one that I self-produced. So it was like, oh, man, go to work. Yeah. And that was around the time when it just happened. Okay. It's like, okay. Because literally, like, this out. pretty much the last thing you said to me on that recording was something about the podcast coming in, the, or not podcast. We did mention oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the special. Man. We'll get I to feel that. Terrible about that. Let me look at this. Oh no, I got to look at something. I got to check something. Uh, right. the, but you, one of the last things you say to me is about the special. Like we're gonna have a special in the next year, and now it's it's there. It look happened. You that. were right. Look at that. Yeah. All right. I think that's when I was just revving up on my like mental control of things. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, had it been had it been recorded? By no. that time, no. no. So when did you record the special that is now on Amazon Prime called yes. Stepman? First week of, uh, I think it was the first week of December. Okay. Yeah, it was like that first week. And I was like in the process of something with NBC at the time, too, which was great. It was like this competition that I won. And that was going on at the same time. And it was like, all right, piece these thoughts together, you know. I even called on comics to, like, look at it to see how it would be received from, like, minds that I trust, you know? And um, it was certain things that, okay, let's make a decision. Well, I had to make the decision, like, do I want this in? Do I want that in? Because, you know, like, sexual assault, you know, was at, like, a very high peak. And sometimes I talk about stuff that happens, you know, and jokes that I've dealt with and things. And it was like, okay, mm Mm. And a couple jokes I just took out because sometimes it's not even fully developed. Okay. You know, that's the thing about these damn jokes. Like, they'll be great, but you'll still know it just needs something else. And they grow with time. Yeah. Yeah, they're like children. They just grow. So you some of them become great, and some of them become just, they could ruin the world. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got any of those killers out there? Oh man, that's the that's my whole thing. I want something no one's heard. That's the whole process for me. Because again, like I said earlier, we've heard everything. The hour, or I, I, you probably did close to an hour last night. Yes, but it was extended a little longer for a reason. Yeah, I think it ended up to be honest being like an hour ten. I think so. But that's because we had you know some. Yeah, some things. You know, I had to go home. Uh, I don't know if you know. I have a. Not only does Eddie Murphy have a one-year-old, I have a less than one-year-old. Wow, I've had a baby wow. born since last time uh, well, we hung out. Look at that! Yeah, changing the world. That's right. So it wasn't. Right. It's not always easy for me to get out of the house to come see shows. But I, uh, I had to tell my. I had to explain to my babysitter last night. My mom. Oh no! I was like, "Whoa, it's like twenty-five minutes later than we told you because uh, <laughs> there was a bit of an interruption at the show. Yes, there was. <laughs> it needed to be addressed. Like if I wouldn't have. That guy's lucky I don't pay my babysitter by the hour. Right. And that right. would have added more time. We should be getting money from him from ba- for the babysitters. Come right. on. Right. But it's funny. Like, after that all happened, it was my comedian duty to speak on it. Because there's no way yeah. to just go back into, like, content and ignore what just happened. It would have been impossible right. to ignore that. I believe you that. did an amazing job when that when when they were uh, finally when they were escorted out of the room and that door closed oh, and yeah. you were like, man, like just <laughs> the relief in the oh, room man, was like, oh, I know. But that I mean, a you got to feel like then everybody's on your side. Like no, everyone. If they weren't before, they were a thousand percent. After they really that, were right. You know, man, I get good show every once in a while. Good show, good show. But you could feel it last night where, like, there were hugs. There were people pulling me in. See? They were just like, it was a different level. It was like, we went through something together. Yeah. Yeah, we went through a moment. And those are bigger than shows. And I think that's what the live show is about. You know, if that happens on television and special, you're like, oh, that's... That was manifested. They put that there for TV. They just kind of did that. But no, this was real. We were here for uh, one of Ian Baggs' shows in the last couple of years. Oh, man. So his shows are like that pretty uh, frequently and regularly. He (laughs) said something (laughs) that... Excuse me, too. Keep going. Sure. He he said something that triggered an audience member, and she tried to get up on stage and take the mic from him. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and was accusing him of all different isms. And uh, that was, that's the craziest night I think I've ever seen. Yours is yeah. now second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's probably best if I don't top what happened. <laughs> if it goes there, that's great. <laughs> and about that level, it was great. Yeah. But yeah, I've had people want to fight me before. I'm like, I've had to tell people, like, who would want to fight me? <laughs> you know? That's what I tell violent people. That's what I think. I'm like, do you know? Look, look at this calm. Yeah. You want to you want to do that? <laughs> That's my way of talking myself out of like physical danger. Me? <laughs> no, no, not me. We're friends. Right, We're going to be right. friends forever. I'm kind. Friends forever. Yeah. Uh, like I'm going to say I took little notes. Okay, last this night. is I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, let's do that. And I you would it's funny. Uh, because you had just said something like, oh, something like commented all the moms in here. You're oh, like, yeah. all the moms Let's in here. That. And yeah. then immediately, boom, dude's foot, uh, the guy in front, he's, and you were like, said something like, I'll wait until you're done. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, man. You tried your best. Thing. I was like, you know what? Um, I wanted to allow them the chance to be done with this so I don't, because I, I can't move on. Yeah. And I didn't want to just like, 
so much just annihilate. I like to give people the opportunity to compose themselves, but I also got to do what's best for the show. So when I just decided to just kind of go in and really just keep going, it was because that's what the show needed. It's all about the show. The show comes first. You said after, uh, that code sometimes is give them a glass of water. Oh man, don't even don't even put that out there like that. No. <laughs> hey, you know what? Every, Come up with new code. Yeah, you know, man. The thing is, uh, it's just some unwritten rules in comedy, and I can't really break all the like. No, things. we don't. Even we though, even though I said it in front of the live audience, you know, it's fun. It's just things you got to do to. Instead, sometimes if you like get this guy out of here, it can get more, uh, you know, conf- confrontation. Sure, sure. But if there's a subtle way to just make it happen, and let me tell you, that's the approach. Let me tell you, Mike. People listening to this podcast aren't the ones that are getting escorted out of comedy clubs. <laughs> yeah, they're different right. people. Okay, great. So great, we, right. we actually can say that here. And okay, it's, great. It's right. just knowledge for people that aren't going to use it. Yeah, but. I don't think I'll be like destroyed amongst other comedians like we can't believe you told them <laughs> i don't think that'll happen I'm gonna take but... your card away comedy card all <laughs> right I'm gonna take your right. comedy card away so but that's so last resort for me sure because you know like it, it makes for moments but it was just kind of like this guy needed to go he just did yeah and his the lady she needed to go too mm-hmm. she was terrible as well i uh I years ago, before I was ever doing the podcast here, and I was just a just a guy coming to shows. I was here on a date. I've said this on the podcast before. I'll make it really fast. But I was here on a date. This is between my first wife and second and final wife that I was now. <laughs> second, no, that's second one. That's the one. Did you see me raise my hand when you asked the crowd? I don't know if you did. I, I, I didn't, raised my but hand. that's great. Yeah. We all know. Uh, so in between uh, those relationships, I was uh, dating someone that I brought here to a show, and she did the thing where she was thought that the uh, – that the performer was talking directly to her. Got Not it. everyone. So she started replying. She oh. was drunk, uh-huh. and it got super uncomfortable. And uh-huh. she basically, she didn't get escorted out. She left on her own after being wow. called out from the uh, performer on right. stage. I stayed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Power move. I stayed. Yeah. That's an ultimate power move. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, man. I re- that's like do not regret that in real life and television. When like the one person runs out the room, if you don't chase them, it's big. Mm-hmm. It's a big move. Yeah, she left with she left the premises without me. She was drunk, got in her vehicle, oh. drove down the street oh, no. the wrong way. How I- tragic does this end? <laughs> I'm biting my tongue, Mike, to what I really want to say about that. Uh, she drove the wrong way down a one way just a few uh, blocks from oh here, my. got pulled over, got stopped, Thank God. and the cops straightened her out, and uh, she came back here and picked me up when the show really? was Really? Yeah. I want that type of privilege in life. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know how that happened. She drunk drove. I don't know how that happened. Down a one way street, and they were like, you know what? I Yeah, I... Go back to the comedy club. Well, she was black. Did I say that? Go get her. <laughs> you know she wasn't black. <laughs> oh, wow. Life is good. Yeah, I don't know how she got away with that, but, but that did happen. So uh, now I need to find out what happened. One of the things you did talk, the other thing you talked about last time is starting your own podcast. Man. I have not seen that posted anywhere online. I know, and I made a promise. Are you too. just saving them somewhere? I made a promise. Nah. Where are Here's they? Here's the thing. I got such amazing equipment. And you know who's on my back every day? She's like, I can't believe uh, you spent all that money oh, no. and you're not putting it out. Oh, and no. blah, 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 blah. 
So, um, yeah, that. How's it going? Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm so ready. I even have the angle. I know what I want to discuss. Like I said on stage, I know who I am now. I want to really, like, dig into love and lust and relationships and life. And I know it. It's just, you know, I'm making excuses, really. I've been extremely busy, but that's no excuse. A lot of people are extremely busy. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been here trying to, you know, getting closer to this TV show. A lot of people have TV shows, you know? It's just me making excuses. And I need to just begin. Yeah? Begin. Start it. Just excuses. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm an asshole for that. That's why. (laughs) Because, so, I mean, I just know. It's like, sometimes I feel like I'm not giving my audience what they want you know sometimes i'm too self-serving i'm just like feeding my soul with shows and writing every day okay and just making myself happy like i said when the special came out in august and you had a couple of these videos with the real stepman on your instagram people great stuff yeah i know i just need to post more post more yeah, and it's so easy to just pick up the phone and record with Stepman because he's like, I want to be on it. He wants to be out there anyway. And, yeah. You know, I mean, we have such fun interactions. Yeah, and you know what? Did you did we talk about that? Whatever review from the Nurture website, did we talk on about On the that? podcast here? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know if we even talked about it at all, but, um, oh, okay. That was it on that. Oh, all right. All right. I don't have none. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So where is so where is a possible TV like Stepman TV show like how are you well you have an you've had an idea with, for it you the got thing is we're we're discussing network so we're going to uh, pitch the network and now we're just kind of tightening tightening up like specifics which comes with like character details and how you want the storyline and when you do the storyline you got to prep it for like five years like what's the the immediate journey was the long-term journey, and you got to kind of put things out there like that so they know what they're buying. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, the object of the game is not only to continue going, but to have famous friends. And I can't say that I really have any, you know. But if you keep going during the course of it, they might come upon your work somehow and – you never know what's possible unless you're putting in the work yourself. Sure. That's so very don't true. stop. Yeah. Just stay creative. Yeah. How about um, last time you were here, there were some movies that you had filmed. Did you do any Right. More so one is year? out. Another out is called Satanic Panic. I didn't answer your question. So have I recorded any this year? When did I record Ball Busters? That, I think you talked about the year before. That's yeah, not out yet, right? Right. I believe it is out. Oh, okay somewhere but no no you know what i just found out a distribution company i if i looked it up in my text i would know it's somewhere big that is gonna put out ball busters and that's such a man just out of bounds movie it's just that's with jerry o'connell yes right? it's really out there you know my cameo in uh satanic panic is so funny when people see that they're like i had no idea you would even be in this movie really you know and I'm, I'm like in acting classes. So now I'm like, man, I don't want to do it. You know, but opportunities are just jumping and just kind of going. I've okay. been busy. 
Busy. I saw you were in, uh, you did Vegas a week or so, Vegas a couple weeks ago. Vegas was exciting, yeah. How were they doing? I saw Dean Edwards was working. Yeah, too. Dean Edwards, so- yeah. It was such a fun week, and it's very rare when you're working with other headliners. Yeah. So, so how did that work? Week, it was great. It was like we were at the cellar. So the cellar is like showcase style. So what we're doing is like we're dropping like 20 minutes a piece, me and like four other comedians, at high levels. So the the crowd is not only getting like a super show, but you get to hang out with guys you don't typically get to hang out with. Uh, yeah, which is fun. It's just like okay, I mean, I get to do stand up and enjoy, you know, guys that you might have. They all had been doing it longer than me. Everyone on the show. So for me, I'm like, okay, I get to soak up some game. Yeah, Dean's great. Yeah, I get to you know see what this is all about. So it was fun. I had a great. Great week. Okay, he does uh, you know a lot of impressions. People right. probably know that he's but been he on this podcast a couple wasn't times. Doing him on the uh, show, he just you know, and maybe because we only have like twenty minutes. Oh, he's just you know, doing he jokes, just, just doing jokes. No you know, kidding. which was great. It was entertaining, but man, like it's funny just having a conversation with him. He's lightweight doing Denzel while you're talking to him. I he's know. Just like, hey man, wait, is, <laughs> is this you or is this? You know, and you're uh-huh. just waiting for it to just come out. Yeah. It's fine. Have you ever tried an impression on stage? I just do impressions of people you would never know. Like, I'll do an impression right. of the barista, you know, Stepman, my wife, right. the you know, the, the guy that was driving the bus that was giving me issues. Like, I'll do impressions, mm-hmm. and you have to believe that the person's like that because there's nothing to compare it to. Yeah. So I kind of just see it in my head and I think that's where my act outs on stage are coming from it's literally like I can visualize the truth yep. and that's where the jokes are they're just things that happen and I'm like this is how I went this is how I saw it now as far as performing goes we just we talked about movies and acting and stuff just uh, last night I was here you were here neither of us watched it but they did another one of those live uh, live in front of a studio audience all in the family and oh, good times on yeah. on ABC last night. Right, you know. So I'm 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 where am I yesterday? I'm somewhere, and I and the guy's like, I can't believe you didn't get an audition. <laughs> and man, I'm a super Jay Farrell fan. But well, for man, JJ, yeah, yeah, I didn't get an audition for the guy that they were saying that I remind him of my entire career. Not even an audition, but it's all good because I know he's gonna kill it because he does impressions. So. Yeah. You know, as long as you can respect a person that's doing it, you don't have to live with inner hatred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it's about. But you could, you, uh, you'd be interested in doing something like that? Live television? Well, one of the things that I... I did this show called Conversations in L.A. It was like a one-take show. I was nominated for an Emmy yeah. for it off the performance, and it was one take. So we did a... 18 minute long scene and that's where I got the nomination I'm all aboard I'm all for it I just want to you know I'm a I'm an entertainer I just like being in front of you know whether it's crowd or cameras something I love to do yeah you know and I still love it it's not like uh, I love it less now I like and it's even more fun as of late because you're just dicking out more things inside more like how I feel just life. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Getting older. Like, <laughs> just just that in general is like, you're more apt to just say what you want to say. 
Because you're like, hey, man, maybe I won't be here longer. Let me, <laughs> let me just get all this out. <laughs> get this on record. Yeah. Everybody knows. Say it. Do you remember uh, last time you were here, We I brought up, it's the thing I do where I'll look up, look up a story from somebody's hometown. So mm. for you, Baltimore. Yes. Last time I, I brought up a story about, it was actually kind of a little sad, like one of these squeegee kids. If it kids, came from Baltimore, it was probably sad. One of these squeegee boys. We need some good news from Baltimore. That run around cleaning off windows had been hit by a car, and I was asking you about the squeegee boys. Oh, yeah. The, the three decades of yeah. kids running around with squeegees. So right. Off. So I have uh, some new ones okay. today. Let's talk about it. Um, so it's the holiday season, of course. Mm-hmm. All the packages, people buy stuff from Amazon, Target, everywhere gets delivered. Now, oh no, there's a there's you know a phenomenon across the country where people get their packages stolen from their front right port or for like the front steps because they just the get shit thing. dropped off. Yeah, like people will follow around, like you know a couple of days after Black Friday they'll follow around the FedEx truck and yeah. just freaking collect all the packages. Oh, in Baltimore, someone took it a step farther. Do you know what happened? Tell me about it. The whole Amazon t- delivery truck they was took stolen. The truck. <laughs> yes. Represent Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, man, we don't do things small. You know, if you're going to do it, do it. You know, forget a doorstep package. I want the truck. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's on. Does that surprise you? That's on another level, you know, and. Man, but that's the thing, man. I've always known about Baltimore. It's like an original place. It's they have their own distinct style. They have their own music. You know, it's kind of like a town is reflective of originality, but other people looking at the town like, yo, you're different or you're weird or you're this. It's one of those places, but um, no, I'm not shocked. I'm really not. They found the van. Driver was uninjured. So yeah. everything's oh, okay. okay. Oh, hey, and great. they don't know how many packages were taken <laughs> at this point. That's so weird, too, to just steal boxes. Like, you have no idea what's in it. Like, you None. might have a box full of socks, and you're like, all right. Yeah. Or maybe it all has street value. Maybe they're just selling it somewhere, reselling it. And well, somebody was just telling me the other day, they have these machines around town where, like, uh, you can go and deposit a cell phone and get money automatically like immediately oh wow and we're in the future (laughs) right we're definitely in the future right now so i got another uh baltimore story here yeah are you following the uh this really has nothing to do with it but are you following the ravens awesome year yeah yeah you know i'm not heavy football but i um you know i've been turned off from it but uh proceed with the story (laughs) okay Lamar Jackson, he's yeah. incredible. This also has nothing to do with him. I'm just throwing out names. Okay. But what yeah. happened was, <laughs> I know, why did I even say that? Uh, did you hear about this then? There was uh, something happened outside the stadium this past weekend in Baltimore. Uh, let's see, where do I start here? People aren't talking, people are talking about Lamar Jackson, but what isn't being talked about as much is that multiple people have died in porta potty related deaths outside oh, Ravens Stadium this year. Hmm. What? Hmm. Baltimore, Baltimore. there's my phone. Baltimore police announced the other day that a body was found in one of the portable toilets in a parking lot stadium. Someone found the body outside the uh, the Raven Stadium, called police around 2 p.m. this past Sunday. Uh, they didn't even have a game that day. They played New York inside Baltimore Raven Stadium last Thursday. Uh, this Sunday, that incident marks the second time this year someone died at a porta potty related, had a porta Port a potty related death at that stadium. In February, a man died uh, 
in the portable toilet fire in the parking lot. The man was seen running from it, engulfed in flames before collapsing. What the hell is happening wow. That's, uh, at portable toilets outside your football stadium? It's really sick. So we're not talking murders. We're talking about strange somehow, accidents. Yeah. What the hell is going on? You know, I want to have some form of explanation about this, and I don't know what I could even conjure up no. or imagine it's the- someone running on fire you know that blue stuff is flammable though that blue stuff in the toilets i would imagine so you know it, it has to be flammable and i know that and man those things are disgusting anyway shit by the car you know <laughs> what? pee behind it like <laughs> like those things are grimy yeah. germ infested yeah. spots like the fact that they still have those is just some company trying to stay alive. I think there's a better solution. <laughs> like, dig a hole. Like, dig a hole and just have people pee and shit in a hole somewhere behind the stadium instead of porta potties. Yeah. 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 I don't I'm not sure I don't what's going know. on there. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you need um, McNulty. You need from The Wire. You need, <laughs> there you, you go. You need yeah, to. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need to do some more investigation yeah. and uh, really get to the bottom of something so very uh, strange. Gruesome. There. Yeah, very strange. Uh, you had a lot of attention yesterday after the show. Obviously, people come to talk to you about what they saw inside here. But also, right. I'm looking at some little merch there on the table. Oh, yeah, right. For so, the uh, people watching video here, show... Uh, talk, I will. Let's I, talk about the t-shirt I'll and explain. what it looks like. So, like, one of my family elements... Is that, you know, in the moms or older women, you know, and that's been the case. It hasn't changed. It's like, whatever reason, that that's what I'm still getting, like, I need psychiatry about. I just want to understand it more, you know. But, yeah, my wife being older, my stepson and I are close in age. So I call him Stepman. So Stepman is um just living his own life. He needs a lot of guidance, you know. And before I would joke about him here and there and that. But no one ever, you know, they haven't seen them. So I decided it's time for me to help others connect the dots. Yeah. See and show that this is real. Like, I think people value comedy, you know, if it's funny, if it's talented, that's one thing. But if it's real, that's another level of connection. So me and Statman take pictures all the time. So we took one and I was like, I'm putting it on the shirt, you know, and that's what I did. Let me grab it. Yeah. So this shirt is myself in the real <laughs> Stepman. Yeah. And I tell people, they think I'm joking about close in age and all that. And so when people see it, you know, their reaction is like, wow, he's old. And he's not <laughs> as old as he, appears, as, appear, as he appears. He's just not living the healthiest existence. I think... How does he feel with that description? You know, we tell him, no, man. Like, our house is blunt. We are straightforward. We will laugh in each other's faces, and we'll pick each other up. But we joke a lot. Yeah, good. So it stays real and raw. And we're like, dude, you got to do better. You know, you got to eat healthier. Stop eating this trash and, you know, you know, sleep. Do something. you just not – you could do better. Yeah. You know, and so we remind him and we help. When he's with us, he is. He's going to, you know, get what we offer. But, you know, he's a 20-year-old something kid. He's out there just doing like what we did when we were younger. We just partied hard, you know, drank and whatever, you know. 
not so much whatever, but we drank. And, uh, <laughs> you got to be so Hopefully distinct, not too much whatever. distinct in your words nowadays because <laughs> I find that, that people really cling on to your words. So the headline is like, so what's whatever? <laughs> right? What do you, what, 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 you know? Along those lines, I have a question for you. What, what would you call this? Simple question. <sighs> yeah, um, a, um, a, a thermos. Okay. Oh, no. Not only is it a thermos brand thermos, but, yeah, that's what my wife called it last night when we were discussing something. <laughs> I called it a mug. Oh. And then uh, it was a misunderstanding. And we – Wow. She's like, wait, you're talking about not a, not something with a lid that you take to work. Just, just – or no, anyway – I, I was know. calling this a mug. She was right. calling it a thermos. So gotcha. we were talking about the same thing, but a different thing. And right. Uh, you're right, thermos. Am I right? I guess so. Are you sure? I'm going to go with it. I mean, because I call a mug the thing with the handle that you drink out of. What do you call that? Mug. You call I was that calling a mug them both a mug. Also. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's on me. I, I, I was wrong. Yeah. When I first got here uh, to <laughs> Acme this afternoon, John, who's been you know, bartending today, yeah. I asked him, I said, what do you call this? He said thermos, too. Oh, so. okay. Uh, you guys yeah. are right. Thanks you know, for ganging up on me. The thing you're is, on I her, thought you're on a, her team. Thanks I thought a it was lot. a trick question because it slipped my mind when you like when you brought the question up, and I'm like, oh man, what is it? So there was a little delay. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, uh, huh? Like, yeah, thermos. You nailed it. I'm great. Great. You nailed I'm it. Glad Con- to hear that. Congratulations. Right. Uh, is there anything else we should be mentioning? When are you going to go see Star Wars or The Rise of Skywalker? Because it know, opens tonight. Uh, not my swag, you know. And you know, so not this weekend. Next weekend? Is no, that it's you- just not me, you know. <laughs> you know, and everyone is into it. No, but when are you going to see it? Wait, yeah, no, I don't right, understand. No, I don't know. Maybe a couple weeks. A couple weeks. We'll go to the drive-in. <laughs> right. Not your thing, huh? You know, no, no. You know, it's never too late. Maybe one day I will watch and say, oh, crap. I like when you find out things way later. You know what I'm watching? I'm in season five right now of The Sopranos. It is my favorite. Tell me, is that a good show? I've, I've heard I've heard oh good things. Yeah, so look, I've watched everything from The Wire. Well, actually, um, season five of The Wire right now, too. Like, I'm catching up on everything. But, I mean, from Dexter to Breaking Bad to... You know, all the series that have, you know, got the rave reviews, you know, man, it's like, it's tough, but I like this one a lot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's recency bias. That's what they say, you okay. know, but I'm really enjoying the relationship aspects. So when I get into create my own show, you know, I want to do things that I like, you know, and that's one of them, like very complicated, layered feelings about love and relationships oh yeah you know i want it way in depth you know because that's the connection when people are like wow i thought that was just us yeah and it's not so much on some like surface issue like down and i see that in in great writing so so i have to say uh I don't want to blow the joke for you. I couldn't even probably quote it back uh, anyway, word for word, cause, and I would blow it. You know, this is a comedian's favorite part when someone is like, something, something about that joke. Yeah, <laughs> this is a compliment. Here's how I think you should improve. No, uh, we were we were on the way out of here yesterday, and uh, and I was asking my friends that we brought with the show. I was like, so I'm like, give me some things that you know. What are some things that stand out that you really liked? And the first thing my buddy Matt said was the, uh, it was towards the beginning. It was just about, a voice, a voice that you hear, and that it's actually her voice. Her voice. <laughs> uh huh. Hey, that's interesting. Uh huh. That's an interesting quote back. Huh? Yep. 
So that was the first thing. And man, that that feeling comes from, you know, me really processing it. You know, and I don't mind if I blow the joke because, like, right now, I'm prolific lately. Like, all day. I can just write and throw it, and it doesn't all stick, but a lot does. And then, boom, okay, keep going with that. But I feel like these, these things we've taught, we were taught, like, tell the truth and everything's great. And it's not always the case. Yeah. But we've known that. We've known that it's not always the greatest move to tell the truth and we're all different and a lot of times it is the greatest move so it's not like one way to go right it's but so my take was just pretty much when you're getting that thought that thought that you should tell her no that's not you that's coming that's her (laughs) and that's what it is yeah, that's that. That hit very close to home with my friend yeah. Matt and Susie. So. Is, oh, <laughs> Congratulations on that. Uh huh. Love it. <laughs> yeah, very close. You know, I had close. a buddy man uh, who came, and he's like, "Man, that your take. This is funny." He said, "Your take on whores was great." <laughs> I'm like, "Thank you." Huh? That's all I can say. Thank you, man. Has has a woman come up and said that to you? Now that's what him and I discussed. You know, without getting into too much detail, no, it no, yeah, you know, and I, you know, in some shows, I note that it's not gender specific; it's just a people of people type of thing, yeah. you know. And no one knows so much the you know concept of the joke; they just know the the word. But yeah, it's fun, man. You can talk about anything if you know how to, you know, mm-hmm. deliver it. For sure. And that's what comes with time. For sure. I love when you're here, Mike. I love that you always seem to have something new going on, something to talk about. Thank the, you. Your your career, just like it's – I love following it. Like in, like you getting a better understanding of who you are, it's, it's wonderful. You. So yeah. I'm already looking forward to next year. Hey, thank Maybe you. you'll be doing a podcast by then. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not. Right. I need to stop making promises and just kind of live. <laughs> And just kind of go. Yeah. But I promise everyone that's uh, listening to this, watching this, come out. To, if uh, Try to grab some tickets while they're still available this weekend at Acme. Yeah. The hour is fantastic. Thank you so much. For real. My, my wife's face hurt. I was laughing the whole time. It was fantastic. That, that means a lot just because I know that I had to throw away everything that aired on a special. And, right. And it was kind of a personal choice. Like, a lot of guys are like, if it's popular, then I'll throw it away. If it's not, you know, then I'll repeat. But... I just kind of moved to feel new and feel fresh. Yeah. And in order to do that, I got to, you know, create. Even like the Stepman stuff you're doing. It's not yeah, the it same all, as the old Stepman. It was Step all new. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I noticed. Right. I noticed. And right. then on the way home, we were trying to quote some of your old, like the the cake mix. Yeah. And you stole the bowl. We're yeah, like, you didn't right. do that one. But then we were telling our friends about that joke. And just, man, that's funny. It's great like, stuff, man. I was telling Brandon in the car. I was like, some of the greatest comedians of past their first special dropped when they were like 18, 20 years in. So you just saw all of their classics accumulated. Yeah. So I was like, what if I was to drop my very first with everything that I had done in the past? It's like, man, I don't know if that's even possible now because the stuff's out. It's been seen. But it's almost like, man, that that would be something. If For all the newer Mike E. Winfield fans, they may yeah. not have gone back to that. Wow. Wow, they so, see that. Yeah, something to think about. I mean, everyone now is like most. Most are pushed to just throw out content. Yeah, that's undeveloped and not at its peak. You know, and yeah, yeah. yeah. If we could all go back and become a child 
YouTube stars. That would have been the real life path. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're the millionaires. They're the new millionaires. Yes, they are. Our YouTube yes, child stars. Right. <laughs> uh, this has been great. Where should people follow you on uh, social media and stuff? Yeah, you know what? You can Website? still still go to bigassteeth.com. It'll still forward. You know, um, it all goes to mikewinfield.com. And you know what? Go to Instagram. It's two e's in the middle, so it's m i k e e w. As soon as you pop that in, yep. I'll come up, but it's Mike E. Winfield. You know, let me know that you you listen to the show. That's always great to know because some people are like hit me up from Australia and then some are just, you know, St. Paul. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You heard the show or you were here. So, you know, that's important to um, know. And yeah, now you know me. Yeah. Now we know each other. We have relationships <laughs> with these. these and people. video. Yeah. And video. And video. Right. right. Yep. It's been great. Hey, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.